1: Live Mike, Chip One Two with Lee Lonsberry. from Utah's Capitol Hill to your schools, taxes, and all the breaking news. Hear it on Live Mike with Lee Lonsberry on KSL News Radio. Hey, welcome back to the program. This is Live Mike. I'm Lee Lonsberry. Episode 15 today. Today also marks the dawn of a new administration here in Salt Lake City. Uh, Aaron Mendenhall sworn in as uh, mayor. Uh, She's been having a big day up there, out in front of uh, in front of the building, the big office. She gave her speech. Uh, and here in, in studio, I have asked uh, a friend of mine to join us, uh, someone who works there uh, in the mayor's office, Andrew Wittenberg. He's the marketing and research manager with the Department of Economic Development. I asked him in studio for for a couple of reasons. Uh, one of the boxes I've already checked, uh, he's a relatively new dad, as am I. And so in this <laughs> past segment here, or in the commercial break, rather, uh, we were going back and forth with some uh, parenting advice. He's a few years ahead of me. you got a, about three years old? Yeah, just turned three in November. Yeah. Uh, well, I got some good advice out of you. Uh, so let me ask you this very basically. You um, you were talking to me in the break that there's a distinction between the mm-hmm. types of employees that work in a mayor's administration. Talk. Right. T- tell me about that.
2: Yeah. So, I mean, the very basic structure of it is is yeah. there's a, a mayor's staff in the mayor's office and then the uh, positions which are appointed by the mayor, the uh, department heads and uh, deputy department heads, things like that in this city. And then uh, I am a mere humble public servant. Uh, I work for the Salt Lake City Corporation. Uh, in uh, the Department of Economic Development. So I'm not a mayoral appointee. I work for the city. Uh, There are about 3,000 of us who work for the city and uh, do what we can every day to make the the quality of life better here in Salt Lake City.
1: And the, the comparison in my mind, or the way I best understood it, my wife uh, used to work for the State Department before she uh, and I came out here, came back here to Salt Lake City. And she, uh, they broke it down into, uh, there were career employees and then political emplo- employees. Right. So when she started, uh, Secretary of State John Kerry was in place. When he left, all the political appointees were, were wiped out. They're out. Uh, yeah. And it was uh, up to the next Secretary of State to, to make appointments. But she, uh, working, you know, as you described your situation to be, as a, as like a career pl-
2: career. Uh, employee or a merit-based employee. Anyway, th- th- that's all a tangent. It's really fascinating. From not working in, in in a government background before and just moving there in the past six months, it really is fascinating to see how it all works and to see how things actually get done on a local level. You hear it all the time uh, when people talk about politics, that uh, the, the federal level, it's a lot more um, a political and it's right. a lot more ideology and philosophy. And then on the local level, uh, such as here in Salt Lake City, we talk about getting things done for the people because people. See it every day, and that's what they they know.
1: Talk to me about your department and talk to me about what a new mayor in charge means.
2: Uh, Department of Economic Development. So it's one of the newest departments within the city, uh, created in uh, 2016. So right there at the very beginning of the Biskupski administration, wheels had been in motion to get something like this really in the works for some time before that. But the, the, the department itself was created in, I believe, July of 16. And so it's, what, three and a half years old or so now. So we're really just working on the foundation that was uh, started uh, in the Biskupski administration and now looking forward to working with Mayor Mindenhall who, as you mentioned, just inaugurated a couple of hours ago. And it's uh, fascinating work. So we, uh, we talk about business development. We have the redevelopment agency of Salt Lake City in our umbrella, as well as the Salt Lake Arts Council. So it really is sort of a live-work-play, if you will. Give me that... Uh, that notion of, of, of what we do on a daily basis. So for the business development side, we're talking about corporate recruitment, corporate expansions within businesses that are already here, working with our small businesses in town and promoting all that we can and providing them with as much resources and customer service as we can. Redevelopment agency about the uh, revitalization of the city and all of the different facets that come along with trying to make um, the city modern while carefully sort of placemaking things that are already in place. And then the Arts Council, so many events that you know. You may not know that the Arts Council Council is a part of them, but they are a tremendous steward of many of the arts events in the city, such as Twilight Concert Series sure. and others in a holiday craft market, living traditions down uh, at um, Liberty Park. So many of these uh, things that uh, we have in Salt Lake City to foster an arts environment, and they do a fantastic job of it. So that's kind of our umbrella in the Department of Economic Development and uh, looking to move forward upon this foundation in the new administration.
1: Outstanding. You mentioned corporate recruitment. That sounds interesting. Uh, this is trying to entice folks to open up shop here in town. Exactly. W- what are those efforts like?
2: You know, it's interesting, and uh, you hear a lot of people sort of talk about it, and you hear a uh, lot of people that don't talk about it. It's it kind of like one of the more secretive aspects of what we do. Um, quite frankly, you go out and you recruit companies to come to Salt Lake City, and that's what we're charged. We work with agencies within the state, um, particularly the Governor's Office of Economic Development and Economic Development Corporation Utah, EDC Utah, in uh, helping to find companies that will be a good fit in Salt Lake City. If they're looking to expand beyond where their headquarters might be um, to Salt Lake City, we're uh, willing to help in any way we can. And again, we're a customer service agent. So when those agencies go out on recruiting trips or missions or visit with companies that have shown interest in Salt Lake City in various sectors, I believe the state has six sectors that they're looking to sort of expand within information, technology, life sciences, um, some of these industries, uh, you work with them and, and you try to make sure that it's a right fit to either expand or grow into Salt Lake City. And certainly then you also got companies that are already here that are looking to grow and doing well, which many, many are right now. Give me some, uh, some of these success stories. Okay, you go back. Uh, well, I, I think one of the names that a lot of people will remember, um, and it's an interesting topic to to think about corporate expansion because sometimes it's met with great fanfare. Sometimes it's a little bit of a mixed bag of, sure. of reaction. But the Amazon facility out on the west side was one of the uh, sort of the big names that came in through economic development within That's the who, city. That was
1: a result of, of interaction right. with your office, some courting that yeah. went on. That and was and one ultimately... of the first
2: big ones that came through the city um, in, 2017, I believe, fiscal year 2017. And that was one of the first when our uh, first department director, Laura Fritz, came in. Um, That was one of the first big names that they got. And then there's the UPS, Stadler Rail. We were there, a part of that uh, expansion into Utah as well. And then others that you may not hear about. uh, We've worked with Cotopaxi and some of their facilities here in town. We've worked with small businesses expand as well. Even getting uh, and learning about resources that the state has available to them, for instance, grants and loans, things like that. Uh, That's what we try to do for businesses large and small. Outstanding.
1: And, uh... Looking forward into the Mendenhall administration, what are what are what will you be keeping your eye
2: on? What will the department be looking sure. to to uh, to take as her leadership? Yeah, I think on the campaign trail, Mayor Mendenhall talked a lot about the tech ecosystem in Salt Lake City, um, about uh, fostering that ecosystem, growing um, what we already have here, which is a tremendous environment for technology in various sectors, whether it's life sciences or financial technology. Um, you have a lot of industries that look to Salt Lake City as Perhaps another uh, you know maybe not to say that you hear the term silicon slopes quite a bit, um, but but Salt Lake City's on the precipice, you hear it being compared to Austin, Texas or Denver or Portland or Seattle and the growth that we've seen and the interest that we've seen in that technology sector it's now about making sure that we're providing the right environment and that the companies that are coming in are uh, of the right fit for the city. You mentioned Denver,
1: and it reminds me of uh, something someone said to me once about Salt Lake City and how it compares to Denver. And it is this. Salt Lake City is what people think Denver is. Yeah, In terms of uh, a growing, a fast, uh, quick-moving, young Mm -hmm. city, uh, very dynamic, uh, and then proximity to the airport and the ski slopes.
2: Right. And there's a lot of similarities to a lot of the cities that you see that have experienced fantastic growth. My hometown, Nashville, Tennessee, very similar. in it's not to say a large, booming metropolis of a city, but it's a city that has great character. It's a city that has a lot of amenities that people look for. There's culture um, and... um, A fit. I can't express that enough how when we talk about what we do, it's about fit and finding um, something that's right for not just the the business or the industry, but it's right for Salt Lake City as well. Because at the end of the day, we look at what we do as sort of building this city and the quality of life, and uh, it's instrumental to be able to make sure that the fit is right.
1: Outstanding. Our guest this segment has been Andrew Wittenberg, a name you recognize. (laughs) He's the marketing and research manager with the Salt Lake City Department of Economic Development. A title's a mouthful, but you do uh, you do hard good it's, work. It's
2: lengthy, it is, you know. But we're, we're really excited about yeah. it, Lee. Thanks for having me on. I appreciate it. Good talking to you. Thank you.
1: I had you here in studio on the occasion of uh, the, the swearing in of new Salt Lake City Mayor uh, Aaron Mendenhall. We look forward to uh, her priorities as they become formally announced, and and how that interacts with your office. And uh, I'm sure we'll have plenty of opportunity to. Be chatting here in studio again.
2: Absolutely. The feelings mutual. Good luck on the show,
1: my friend. Thanks a lot. Thanks so much. Uh, Listen, we have uh, our next segment, our final segment of episode 15 of here, uh, this program, Live Mike. We're going to be speaking uh, to another friend of mine, Doug Wright. Last night, he and I uh, stayed up far later than we should have watching uh, the Golden Globes. That's what the cool kids do. We watch the Golden Globes. Uh, Ricky Gervais a part of that program. We're going to talk. Uh, he and I, Doug and I, not Ricky though. Okay, Amy, were we able to line up Ricky Gervais? Did, we've we've we spoke to his people. Would they say oh, they're they're on the they're on a flight too? Uh, like the Senators, unavailable. Uh, maybe next week. All right. Okay. All right. Well, very good. Uh, unfortunately, I won't be able to bring you Ricky Gervais today, uh, but I'll give you the next best thing. Doug Wright, next here on Live Mike. I'm Lee Lonsberry, and this is KSL News Radio.
0: Two years ago, Americans watched in horror as a crisis unfolded at the Kabul airport. <laughs> There's desperation
2: and anguish.
0: More than 80,000 Afghans have since arrived in America, but this story is still unfolding.